Welcome to the Five Tool Firefighter Podcast. My name is Nick Higgins, firefighter and author of the Five Tool Firefighter book. Each week, we bring you an inspiring message or person to help you become the best version of yourself you could be. This journey is for the long haul, not the short. Now let's start our journey to becoming the best version of ourselves we could be. Leadership affects change. Welcome back to the Five Tool Firefighter Podcast. That was a post I put up, a tweet, whatever you want to call it on whatever social media platform you saw it on a few months ago. I put that up because leadership affects change up and down the chain of command. And to be a well-rounded firefighter, leadership in the book is the first thing you need to actually focus on doing is leading. And we talked about leading yourself. But to be an effective firefighter, be a respected firefighter, you have to be able to lead others. But you also have to influence and affect change because that is what happens as a leader. As you're leading people, you're infecting them and influencing them. Two different words I use there. Two different connotations. means the same thing. With your beliefs and your outlook on goals, outcomes, and the job. So influencing organizational culture is something we're going to talk on today and how it can be done through leadership. And this is how it's going to help build you as a firefighter, build you as a leader, build other firefighters as firefighters and leaders on and off, in and out of the firehouse and on and off the fire ground. Because the fire service is loaded with leaders up and down the chain of command. You name it, they're there. And many great leaders are those working on the front lines of the job every day. It's not the ones sitting in the office wearing the white shirts calling the shots. It's the ones on the front lines of the alarms, of the fires. Those are the leaders. Those are the true impactful leaders that are going to happen because those are the ones that are being working on that part of the fire ground. Not to say the ones that are wearing the white with the gold bugles aren't effective leaders because they are. But if you're going to have that most effective, you're down in the trenches, down with each other, you're going to have influential change on your organization because that's what's coming up. You're bringing that culture, that change in your mind with you up the ranks. You know, that senior firefighter, the driver, any one of them, because those are two very important, two very influential and two very experienced firefighters. They have the potential to be the leader because we all look, let's look at the senior firefighter in the room. Let's look at the driver because those guys are the ones that know probably the most. And they have the most potential because they have the most experience, as we say. They've been around the most. They have the most potential to be a leader, most importantly, an impactful leader. You can have the potential to be a leader of any kind. But what's most important is to be impactful in your leading. Right? We can be a leader. You can say, oh, I'm a good leader. I have my crew of four or five fi- firefighters, and I lead them each and every single shift onto calls, into training. I keep them up to date with everything going on. I take, invest my time. But are you being impactful? Is what you're saying and what you're doing the same thing? Is what you're saying and what you're doing behind closed doors the same thing as what you're saying and doing in front of those firefighters and impacting their lives? Because as a leader, no matter what rank, no matter what level you are, 
you're affecting their lives as firefighters, as lives as individuals, and you're affecting the culture of the organization. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. And the one mistake a lot of people make, and it's made all the time, is you mistake rank for leadership. And as we know, it is not mutually exclusive. Just because you are a ranked firefighter does not mean you are an impactful leader. You could be doing good things. You could be. But you might not have the impact to lead, to influence organizational change, to encourage, to promote. You might not just have that, you might not have that in you, and that's okay. That's okay. Not everyone is born to be a leader. But real true leaders do not demand orders, they don't push rank. But what they're going to do is they're going to motivate and train those around them. And that's why I'm saying the ones that are down in the front lines are the ones, the senior firefighters, the, the chauffeur driver, engineer, whatever you want to call them, have the most potential because they are right there each and every single shift, each and every single day doing that work. Those, those company officers are there, but sometimes they're not as there and I'm not saying that in a negative way as they, as you would like them because of other obligations they have. And somebody always needs to step up. There always needs to be another person to step up to influence that change, to influence that organizational culture of leadership to the department, to the crew. You know, in essence, leaders influence organizational change. For one thing, to excel each member. That's what you want to do. Influential, influence, organizational change is to excel each member. You want each member to excel, not to stay, stay where they are, not to stay in the status quo, not to grow roots, but to actually excel. And for the department, for the future, success. Because we're not going to always be there. The fire service says people have come and gone in the fire service. But it's the mark you're going to leave to influence change and growth is where you're going to have the biggest impact. It's not going to be how many fires you put out, how many rescues you made, how many CPRs you've done, how many cars you've cut. But the influence you had on the firefighters with you is how you're going to leave your mark on the fire service. And that is a true, well-rounded firefighter. But how does this happen? How does one person on each shift, we're going to do it that way, each crew, influence organizational culture? How do you do that? Well, the first thing you have to do is you have to observe. And you're going to go by the old phrase, talk, excuse me, listen more, talk less. That's one of their best qualities. They listen more. And that is the hallmark of a true leader. Leaders learn more than just what needs to happen with the fine details of the job. I can't even speak right now. But how to influence and encourage a fellow firefighter's behavior for success, boost morale, and find ways to improve many processes of the company. 
And one thing, I had a talk many years ago with another department. Um, I was teaching a class, and there was a new, newly, uh, newly promoted officer in the room. And um, we were actually talking about engine company uh, assignments. And he said he had a crew here. He could go through the class with these guys. And I, and I said in the class, I said, well, we're going to go through assignments and we're going to start breaking everybody down and have them. Each person's going to do a different role. So everybody gets comfortable being on different parts of the hose line, doing different different responsibilities of, of the engine company. And he said, well, I'm, the, I'm the new officer and I would like to do that. And the one thing I, I'm, I'm really keen on and I was talking to my to his father about who is, uh, I think he was retired chief. I, believe. I don't, I don't remember, but he was a higher ranked officer. And, um, he said the one thing you do to be, to be a good officer and to be a good leader is to observe. You, you learn more by watching what others are doing and what others are not doing. And then having that conversation afterwards and taking those mental notes and then and go back and write them down. But, but observing more, you're starting to see then actually being in there and, and telling everyone what to do being in that fire and telling them exactly how you want that hose stretched, exactly how you want that fire attacked, where you want that backup man to go, where do you want that control man to go, where do you want those firefighters to go, but instead doing your job as the officer, specifically your job, monitoring the radio, monitoring conditions, using the thermal imaging camera, doing these other little things and letting the firefighters do their job and seeing what they're doing right and stopping them when they need to, when they're doing things wrong, but just really observing what they're doing to understand their, their tendencies, what they're seeing and what they're not seeing. That is the behavior for success. That's going to help boost morale. That's going to improve many processes of that department, of that crew. Because you can go back and you can talk about it and then you can share ideas and share knowledge. Like it's a post-instant review, after-action review. It's one of the best ways to influence organizational change. Another thing you want to do and you could do is take advantage of subcultures within the house. You know, there's always going to be clicks within an organization. That's no matter where you go. And even in a firehouse, you know, there's clicks, but exceptional leaders know how to utilize this area for team building. Because when firefighters train together, a bond is being built. And that was one thing. If you listen to one of my earlier podcasts, I asked one of my guests, what is the greatest strength of an engine company? And he said, it's the bond. The bond that they put together during shift. At the table. Eating. Talking. Training. How you build the bond is very important to this job. So you can take those clicks and you can utilize those clicks in training in the firehouse, in team building events, you can start, hey, for argument's sake, there's five firefighters that kind of click together near a, a, a multi-house department. You can break them up in trainings and have each one have to work with others and talk with others and learn with others. And you're building them up and you're building a firefighter because you're taking advantage of that subculture. You're learning who they are. You're learning what they're good at. You're putting them in charge of something. Giving them a little task. You know, one of they might be they might be the good uh, rescue guys. So you might take them and say, you know, 
take some of these engine guys over there you know start teaching them some stuff start start just picking their brain start utilizing them start going over some stuff on their rescue you're instantly changed because you're utilizing them or you know one of them is really good at building construction and some of them need you know one 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 or two of your engine company guys or truck company guys need to know a little more about building construction Hey, you want to put together a little, little 20, 25 minute PowerPoint presentation? We'll sit around the fire, sit around the day room and talk about it. You're really good at it. Break him out of that click. You're utilizing this firefighter to his strength. You're boosting him a little bit. You're influencing that organizational change. And I kind of went into the next one, which is cross train, kind of in the same realm. Every firefighter, every person we, we work with has, a, has their own strength. And skill that they're inherently good at. And others may need to work on that skill. So good leaders, no matter what who they are, what level they are, they will cross-train themselves with other firefighters to learn more about their roles. And in turn, what they're doing, they're learning more about that firefighter. They're learning more about each other and more about themselves. The more we utilize other firefighters' skill sets to, to the advantage of the department, the more successful the department is and becomes because you're utilizing firefighters to their set of skills. You're taking that advantage that they have and you're not pushing them to the side because you're threatened. You're utilizing them. That's what leaders do. They utilize other firefighters and other people's skills to impact change and influence for good. We hope. It also means for setting the tone for success. And you know, leaders also take ownership. You learn right away the fire service is built on life lessons. A lot of stuff that we do in the fire service affects our life. It teaches us stuff about life lessons. And, and and many of these lessons we learn quickly humble even the most seasoned firefighters. A lot of life lessons. And I can go on a list of life lessons. And I'm going to put something together on this. Might be, I'm probably going to do it on station talk with my, my boy Chief Tom Marciano and the guest. Life lessons of the fire service. And you can sit back and you can think about life lessons that the fire service has taught you. And how these lessons humbled you. Your ego gets in check a lot of times in the fire service. You can have a big ego, but things so small will humble you. And I'll just say two things, forcing a door, putting out a fire. The many departments, they have an accountability officer. And their accountability system built into their SOPs to keep order and accountability of all firefighters working on an incident, right? They all have that. Department should have that. Here, what great leaders do, they take that system a step further. They don't just use that accountability system and accountability officer for the fire ground. But they transition that accountability into everything they do. And they hold each other to a standard of ownership for making their mistakes and their first success. When you hold each other to a standard of ownership, for their mistakes and for their successes, but their mistakes first, own your mistake. The fire service is 
is a humbling place to be. And the last thing, we're humans. Leaders treat and respect. Leaders treat and respect. I'm reading my notes and I'm stumbling over my words. Because excuse me on this one. Leaders treat and speak to everyone with respect, regardless of their emotions or how they feel about another individual. Does it matter how you feel about that person? You might not like them. You might not care for them. You might want to be around them. But on that fire ground, in a firehouse, you're going to respect them. Because one day they might be that firefighter that you need at that moment to do something for the success of your mission. And I remember talking to older firefighters like we have me and me and so and so we can we, we got into a fist fight and the guy was telling me he's a former chief he was telling me hey me and me and this other firefighter back in the day back in the day they got into a fist fight in the firehouse in the bay during this fight the alarm went off and he said honest to God the fight stopped. We put our gear on. We sat next to each other in apparatus. We discussed what our plan of attack was going into that, into that incident. We laughed. We shared high fives. We shook hands. And we did what we had to do to have each other's backs and respect each other for that call. When we got back to that firehouse, put took our gear off, cleaned up, and we finished the fight. And we're good friends at the end of the day. And that was a good story. It's better when he tells it, but that was the gist of it. But showing respect to your fellow firefighter of any rank is a great example of influence organizational change in the department. You know, one thing Derek Jeter always did was he always shook hands. He always said hello to every single person in that stadium. Didn't matter who it was. He always treated every single person with respect. It showed the respect for each person of the Yankees organization. That's why people say he is a true captain, a true leader. The true face of baseball. Because it's a great example of respecting each person you're around in your organization. And understanding no firefighter is greater than the crew, the mission, or the department. So those are five ways we can influence organizational culture into the firehouse without overbearing members of the house. Because we can do these things so subtly. We can do these things without anyone knowing, just through conversation and just through daily activity. Use these takeaways to subtly adapt the firehouse, the crew, whichever, to a culture of success all around. That's all I have today to talk about on influencing organizational change. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'll put somebody's put the link for this one in the show notes. You can see where I was getting this stuff from. It's something I wrote a while ago for the Firehouse Tribune. We'll talk on a little bit more today, kind of elaborate as much as I could um, to keep it entertaining, keep it engaging, not keep it too long. And I hope you enjoyed it. If you like this podcast, obviously rate, share, comment this podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast again wherever you listen to podcasts. And pick up the book, The Five Tool Firefighter, and The Five Tool Firefighter Tactical Workbook on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and most importantly, at thefirehousetribune.com slash shop. You can buy each individual there or the bundle. Only place the bundle happens is at thefirehousetribune.com slash shop. 
you want to keep getting better at what you do, keep yourself healthy, keep yourself in the game, as Jocko would say, get some Origin USA Jocko fuel products, apparel, supplements, workout gear. 10% off using that promo code FHWN at checkout. If you want to look good on and off duty, protect your eyes, which are very important to the fire service and doing your job. Frontlineoptics.com, 15% off with the promo code FHTribune. These are shades made by first responders, owned by first responders, or first responders to look good on and off duty. Frontline-optics.com, 15% off, promo code again, FHTribune at checkout. Also, I'm going to say it every single time. My brother, President Steve Green, 501c3, Five Alarm Task Force Corp. First responders, helping first responders in their time of need. You know the deal. Steve is out trying to help all first responders the best he can. Let's put another webinar together. And we'll be talking about that very soon. This is going to be a good one. I'm not getting any details out there, but Steve is working hard to get another webinar together. That's something that's very important to the fire service, to the first responder world. And the people that are going to be there, you're going to want to listen to. Sign up for that podcast, that or that, excuse me, that webinar, listen to his podcast and donate because all the donations go straight back into helping fellow first responders in their time of need. We're always there to help the community. We should be there to help each other. And the next wrong, we're proud partners of the next wrong. Mental health awareness, raising it for the first responder community, trying to end that stigma with mental health. These are peer support counselors 24 seven. They are first responders. They are specifically trained and have been where you possibly are. They're ready to help. You can go to nextrun.org. You can donate. You can also sign up for the I Got Your Six Throwdowns, where they are, whatever box they're in virtually, or if they're in your state, in your city, check them out and help end the mental health crisis in the fire service. And don't forget to check out myself and Chief Tom Marciano. We will be at Fox Resorts Casino October 27th, October 28th in Connecticut for the EMS Fire Expo. Tom will be talking on the six tips to guide a new fire officer on Friday. And I will be there on Saturday talking about the five-tool firefighter. There'll be a short, abbreviated workshop. Books will be for sale. We'll be there. Look forward to seeing you, meeting you. And you know what? Influence some organizational culture change. Hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to, again, share this podcast, rate this podcast, subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. And until next time, as always, work hard, stay safe, live inspired. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of the 5 Tool Firefighter Podcast. If you like what you heard and you want to hear more, please subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, please leave us a rating. And don't forget to pick up the book, The Five Tool Firefighter, available on Amazon at thefirehousetribune.com. Until next time, work hard, stay safe, and live inspired.